Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. If you're treating veterans with PTSD, VA's National Center for PTSD can help. The PTSD Consultation Program offers free expert consultation and resources to providers. We won't ask you to fill out any forms, and we respond to requests within a day. To learn more on this easy-to-use program, visit ptsd.va.gov consult. Again, that's ptsd.va.gov consult. Hey y'all, I'm Allison Asarch from Nashville, Tennessee. Hey, I'm Sean Fraser from the Ritzy Kids Hunters. This is Johnny from Rail Motor. Hey, it's Shane from Blind Season. Hey, it's Rob Stanier, and you can check out my music on all the streaming platforms. Check out my latest music on all the streaming sites. Check out my debut album on all streaming platforms. Check out our new debut album. Check us out on Spotify and Apple Music. And you're listening to our friends, Braggy and Curly. My favorite bands from Australia. My two favorite podcasts is Braggy and Curly. Braggy and Curly. On the Unfiltered. Hey there everyone, it's Curly here. (laughs) Very informal episode 97 of the Unfiltered Undiscovered podcast. Me and the uh, country music correspondent travelled down to Adelaide to catch up with... It's the country, oh, big shoe. <laughs> and we're here to see Braggy, of course, and uh, we saw a couple of wineries, a couple of breweries, and most of the things that we normally get up to. But we've also been playing around with some albums of Braggy's. Well, we, we'd struggled to find what episode this was going to be, because we knew it was going to be on the fly, we knew we were going to make it up as we went along. And I happened to find this book, which is the 100 best album covers. And so we just started talking about that and we thought maybe we can start making an episode out of talking shit about album covers yeah. and, the, and the artwork. Yeah. It started last night when we were just far too late in the proceedings. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't good. <laughs> <laughs> so we've sort of come back. It's afternoon. Um, we've been to the Little Bang, Big Bang, Little Bang Up Brewery. Up the road is a, little, a brewery from us. Yeah. And we've... Sample the wares. Always um, open for sponsorship, Little Bang Brewery. Um, <laughs> down here in Stepney in Adelaide. Yep. Yeah. So Beautiful drop. So we don't know what this looks like, but we do know we, got, we want to do about 30 minutes and we do want to talk about album art. Yeah. Don't we? But yeah. And I thought... What, but what's some of the defining things? Before we get stuck into it, what mm. are some of the defining things, Stu and Braggy, that, you would, that makes an album cover stand out well i'm guessing it's like a wine label you want it to stand out if, yeah. if i mean i guess it's different nowadays because we you know we're in the age of spotify mm. so you, you know there's not a lot of i guess they still do have artwork yeah but um i'm assuming and i know from the old days when people were going to go and buy an album they'd flick through the albums and yeah. something would obviously the cover is very important because the first thing you see it before you hear it don't you yeah same with the wine, you see the label before you drink it. So I guess so that's memories of memories. clicking through. Yeah, yeah, very much memories. It's always about memories, and that's 
what it's all for. Mm. Mm. And I thought we'd start, Curly, with... Uh, that's my assistant over there. <laughs> that's, uh, that's Mrs. Big Stu. That's Mrs. Big Stu. We've got Mrs. Curly behind the, the iPhone. correspondent's wife. And, <laughs> and we've got Mrs. Breakweight Braggy. Yeah, over there. Yeah. All right. Um, I thought we'd start with this because when we went down to my little studio there, you happened to see this. And this is the original artwork for the Blow Up Sweethearts album that um, my daughter... Ruby did, and it, it comes out like this. I guess the other thing, Curly, is it, it has to kind of mean something uh, as well. And so if you look at this, because the album was recorded on Maggie Island, um, Ruby's done all plant life that comes from Maggie Island. So she's got the frangipanis here. Um, she's got some wattle. Uh, kookaburras, you'll find them there. There's a curlew. Um, you've also got the hibiscus. Not sure what that leaf is there, but it's something. And um, yeah, and this is like the Baggy Island shoreline. Collector's item, isn't it? It is. Mm. Only how many in, in existence? Left, or it's only 150 printed. Only 150. So if you are looking to get a collector's item, <laughs> Ruby uh, Bragg's artwork. There you go. Yeah, awesome. Mm. Hey, can I start? Yeah, you go. I want to start with um, an album that everyone loves, and um, Stone Age Romeo's by the Guru. 1986? 86, yeah. debut album, just awesome. Just exploded um, in that independent, grungy sort of a scene. Yeah. And uh, there was a lot of, some great little songs. I Want You Back, um, My Girl, you know, Leani. Just an amazing album is the Hoodoo Gurus. Yeah. Um, but the big thing was about... Yeah, tell me. The second album. And unfortunately, <laughs> I lost just lost my assistant over this side. So, <laughs> so their second album was called Mars Needs Guitars. And the thing that stood out with Stone Age Romeo is it was that whole cartoon feel, wasn't it? It was a bright yes. yellow. It had the big dinosaur on it. Had all sorts of cartoon characters all around it yeah and they continued the theme yeah with the mars needs guitars and this was their second album like wow wipeout bittersweets on there poison pen death defying some of those real classic learn all those songs. When I was in the cover bands and what's interesting is in the liner art which we all love they have got a dedication here to jonathan harris so do you is know he the he, art guy? No, oh. he, he was Dr. Smith from Lost in Space. Oh, oh. So how's that for a little bit of a <laughs> twist? Crazy. Yeah. So they also had here, uh, thanks to such cultural icons as The Way Outs, which was a faux sort of Beatles band from the 1965 Flintstones episode. So that's just cool. Yeah. That's just cool. That's the gurus all over again. Um, just a, a great little album. I don't know what sort of art design style is that. It reminds me a lot of uh, Reg Impressionist. No, it's not Impressionist. Okay, I think it's probably it's probably more like percussionist. Like, like yeah. it's probably more like Salvador Dali, surrealist. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. yeah. So, but it reminds me of Reg Bombassa from you know how from he, the Mentals. Yeah. yeah. Um, what, what was oh, I'm trying to think of the name? Yeah. Of the dog man. What was, what was the name of his? Yeah, I, I know the one. He did the surf yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, that's mine that I'm going to talk through. Mars needs guitars. Yeah, all done. Back on my thing. Okay. 
Yeah. Mars needs guitars. Mars needs guitars. Oh, with now the, the the magical hand has just passed me another album. <laughs> I don't really know a lot about this. this is Joe Jackson, the thing. It's Joe Jackson. What do you think about this artwork on here? I'm going to tell you a little bit about it's it. It's very simplistic, it. isn't it? It's very simplistic. Yeah. Um, just a, a dark sort of, the white shoes are standing out. Did you ever wear white shoes? As I, oh, yeah, I wore yeah. yeah. white shoes. Did, uh, Hell yeah. It used to come in that size. It was good. Is <laughs> she um, really going It says here about this album, Joe Jackson, he says, I just bought these white shoes at the time. I wanted everything to be in black and white. Anyway, it was Brian Griffin's idea to take a picture of the shoes. I think my first reaction was, you must be joking, closely followed by, oh, all right then, what the hell? <laughs> I'm not sure if I ever particularly liked the cover or thought that it represented the music. It's hard to be objective about these things. You make a record, you put it out, and then it's like a teenager leaving home. Ah, it has to make, its, to own, it has to make its own way in the world and find out where it belongs. How cool is that? Yeah. yeah. So we were singing that song last night. We were breaking that song down. Is she really going out yes. with him? So that's, cool. that's on that album. One of the other ones we talked about, guys, was uh, the Rolling Stones yeah. album cover. We actually talked Sticky a little... Sticky fingers. Thank a, you, Hand. A couple of the Stones albums, but we this did. was the centrepiece. Yeah. Because we had to put some graphite in the pencil. <laughs> We had to put some lead in the pencil here, and, and, it's, and it's, it's such a bit of a metaphor for this album because this is actually a real zipper. And um, when that when it first came out, it, it's, it damaged the records, a lot of it. So they the, the later copies uh, only came out with a, just a just it was just all cardboard. It didn't have the actual zip. Yesterday, Stewie, who's not only the country correspondent, but he's also the, the the, the zipper, you know, told me to put some because this never went down. He told me to put some graphite on it, and now look, it goes down. She goes down, <laughs> and if you'd open it up very you carefully, see, yeah. So this was designed by Andy Warhol. Apparently, they were at a party. Mick Jagger was at a party, and Andy Warhol suggested, "Why don't we do a picture of some jeans?" Yeah. So there you go. Back to and I guess the name of the album too, Sticky Fingers. It's kind of all a little bit yeah. rude, really, isn't it? It is. It's just a bit. <laughs> Yeah, awesome. But great album. Oh, um, mate, that's one of their greatest. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh we're we going with this one. I've been talking about this, girl. This is your this is, punk correspondent. This is, uh, this is certainly not, not on Stewie's country music roundabout anytime soon. Although we did try a lounge version last night of Pretty Vacant, didn't we? We did? Yeah. See, it mustn't have been too well, That's actually another thing I can teach on guitar. I mean, the pretty vacant uh, riff. Yeah, okay. that's a great Let's riff. But um, how symbolic is this album? Well, it's a classic. Yeah, it is. Um, I don't know too much about the art. I don't know too much about the art either, but you can see it's like, you know, on the. Um, the in, the, in, the, in those in those murder thrillers, kidnapper. where they, yeah, the kidnapper he's cut out the papers. They don't know he's writing. And stuff, and that's yeah. what it's like, isn't it? It is. Um, Never mind that uh, bollocks. It's probably the first time the word bollocks ever appeared yeah, in a, on an album of, cover. Yeah, yeah. Here's I mean, the sex. Very controversial songs like Pretty Vacant, God, God Save, Save the, the Queen, Queen yeah. Fascist Regime. Mate, yeah. how anarchy, anarchy in the in UK. UK. Mm. Yeah. So. Mm. Well, there you go. Stands out. A couple of revisits on re uh, masters and remixes on that as well have come out, but the album stays the same. I think there's a couple of different colours. Yeah. Of it. I love the cover of this next one. Okay. I love I love who it is. 
And Shop. I mean, think about like it's just. <laughs> and I, I, I'll show I this, don't this know ball. if it's actually being doctored the actual photo. But just the sharp lines, yeah, like you say, sharp. it's very all sharp. angular, and she is very angular. Waxy would have loved the sharp lines. Waxy, the straight he? lines. He would have yeah, loved the straight lines. He would have. How striking! Like, isn't that an amazing photograph? It is beautiful. And of course, Grace was about six foot five, I think, or something. Yeah. Like. She oh, was a giant of a woman, like, dominant. Yeah, and um, she would have scared that's a some lot of people. Some classics on there, like "Pull Up to My Bumper, Baby." Oh. <laughs> Uh, I think it's on that album. It is, yes. And I wonder if I could find something about that album yeah. to tell you. Maybe so walking in the rain—that's probably her most. Well, most people would know that. I'm pretty song sure that song too. Walking in the walking, rain. Walking in the rain. Such a. Is it on there? Yeah, yes. it is. It's, it's a masterclass of a song. Can you tell me who who wrote that? I'm pretty sure it's going to be Young and. I'm pretty sure it's the Easy Beats boys. Yeah. I could be wrong. Could be wrong. Does it say it? Vander and Young. Vander and Young. How about yeah, that? Did you know, know that? <laughs> Written by Vander and Young. Wow. Rossi. Rossi, you gotcha. <laughs> yeah, you probably Rossi's probably going, oh, I know it's written by them. <laughs> um, yeah, Vander, I didn't know that. That's awesome. But that's a great album cover. 81 that came out. 81? Yeah. And I can't find anything about it, so that's all right. we'll just forget oh, about that. So, lead oh, and okay. backing vocals. Yeah. Uh, Barry Reynolds was guitar, Michael Chung, Robbie Shakespeare was there. So. It says here, artist and photographer Jean-Paul Goudet first saw Grace Jones at a New York gay club called Les Mouches. Intrigued by her bare-breasted performance of I Need a Man to a gaggle of ecstatic men, he says that she was exactly what I had been looking for all these years. Not just a pretty model, but a fresh face, a demigoddess. Black, shiny, her face something more than just pretty. It was more like an African mask. Ah. Oh, True. Wow. And going back to another time, mm. Warrior for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. 100%. All right. Now, this is a Led Zeppelin album. Thank you, Hand. <laughs> uh, what, do you, what do you notice about this album, Tony? Uh, Presence by Led Zeppelin. Do you know this album, Stu? No, I don't. It's, it's one of their last ones. It seems to be a, a bit of a real estate ad from the 1960s. <laughs> yeah. But have a look at this. What the hell is that? Now, does that remind you of uh, 2001 A Space Odyssey, where they got the obelisk at the start? <laughs> I was just you about know what I'm saying? You say the same thing. Yeah, yeah I think that's... That's yeah. the mobile obelisk, obelisk that Ob everyone would yeah, have had. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure it's in here as well, if I'm right. Uh, there it is. There you go, see? Is it on every page? Oh, there. Yeah. Mm. Wow. And so weird photographs, like, of every day. With the obelisk. Yeah. So, I don't really know anything about it. And there's the back there. Yeah. Oh, good. We're being directed from behind, so. Every now and again, if we look... <laughs> yeah. Funny. Strange. What songs are on that one? Uh... You got the album there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have the songs on it. It'll be on the inside. Achilles Last Stand, Free yeah, Life, there you go. That's massive. All good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Presence. Just a little bit about that. Yeah. The title came after the, the design and referred to the overwhelming presence of Led Zeppelin's music. The presence of the black object in everyday life 
and an ironic play on the fact that, technically speaking, the object is absent. The type, the type on the cover is embossed, hardly present at all. Yeah. Anyway. So that's good. I've got another Led Zeppelin yeah. one. This one's and cool. I'm gonna, I wanna, I'm going to do this one, if I can, with this one here. Okay. okay. Thank you, Hand. So... You can hold that one. I'll get Stewie to hold that one. Right. Uh, it's just... This is another feature on some some of the artwork on albums. You've got a movable thing. Now, this is my old original copy. And it's How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. It's stuffed. You can see it's a Rolling Stones, some girls. And when you pull it out, you can change their faces. See what I mean? And it's got some of the Stones' faces on there and also some other famous people. I feel that Lucille Ball is in there, maybe Marilyn Monroe. I'm not sure. So that's like another little cool feature. Mm. Uh, and you know, we're done, it was only the big bands that ever did stuff like that because it was so expensive to do. And then yeah. the Led Zeppelin one is similar, Houses of the Holy. Um, not Houses of the Holy, oh, physical wow. graffiti, sorry. The white the, the, comes the, out. Oh, oh, I haven't done it. Is that, oh, there, there we go. Yeah. There so we go. That's that. And if you look on the back, it's the same sort of deal here. It's doing Shame. the same thing. Yeah. Ooh. How's that? Yeah. That's interesting you said all the, only the big bands did that because the Johnnies did that for their debut album. Did they? Highlights of well, a Dangerous Life. So that wasn't definitely a big band. And, they it, have? and it was just a, a face, the guy on the horse, and you could slide it to have... Oh, I had one little thing. <laughs> the different band members. So, Johnnies, you're a big band. Awesome. They're still going around. They've I've got built. one more Led Zeppelin one. The, the Johnnies are mostly known for their drinking. Yes. I mean, every person... Even Rossi told us that, didn't he? Every so person we've spoken to said, oh, they don't drink as much as the Johnnies. No, that's right. <laughs> it's, it's like there's this standard uh, that's been set in Australian music. Uh, you're a half a Johnny or like, you're... Like Booney like on the cricket. <laughs> <laughs> the Johnnies are the standard. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I picked this one out, Curly, because... Another feature that um, album started to do is to have the full the gatefold, and so you get that, but you get the whole picture, picture like that. Yeah. So I, I really love that. And interestingly, when you talk about that, we were I was looking at Beastie Boys. Like yes, the same thing. Same thing. So on the front side, you've got the back end of a plane, and on this side, you've got it smashing yep. into a into a mountain. That's right. I think I've got that here. So, another classic yeah. album cover. So it's a real um, challenge to the eye when you realise that it's the the gatefold. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So, but yeah. All right. That's a good one. What's on that one? I don't know. I've got the album. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a classic. Oh, wow. Now, I don't know if maybe later in post-production, Curly, you can you can find the picture of the El Elvis yeah, album. Yeah, I, uh, I will. 
This is one of my favorites. Very, you talk about this one. Oh no! Well, you can talk about the album art, but I loved this album. Double album lyrics are on there. Mm. How many times I, I, just read this as I listened to it. This album ended up at one of my previous girlfriend's place when I first left school. Yeah. And I never saw it again. There you go. Yeah. I'll come and get it one day, Adele. Oi! <laughs> okay. Got England to get it. I'm surprised you're talking yeah. about it previous when your lovely wife is. Oh, no, she's just laughing. Uh, I was going to try and find something about this, but I can't, as she... usual. I read somewhere that um, Joe actually didn't like the cover picture, Joe Strummer. Right. He thought it was a bit blurry, and um, and I think that's where maybe the idea came for um, for the lettering. Maybe, oh, maybe. okay. I'm, not that I'm an expert, but I can recall something like that. Okay, well, it says here that... Um it, it, yeah, they copied the Elvis cover. So there's a famous one of Elvis's early albums here. You can see there, camera woman. And so the Clash have pretty much just copied that. Well, we can see the actual real thing there. Yeah. Yeah, and he's smashing the bass. Very clever. Mm. There, there was a lot of bands around that time that used to, I mean, you'd have the news on every now and again and there'd always be some new band. I, I can remember The Who. I think Kiss did it once and all these news readers were saying, oh, how, what a bad... Smashing it. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, that all started from uh, Pete Townsend of The Who. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he played at a small club. Um, he was doing these big things, lifted the thing up, it was a really low ceiling, yeah. and the top of his guitar hit the thing and broke, and he got so angry, he just smashed the rest of the guitar. And then, so then, the crowd just went nuts. And so then the rest of the band said, well, listen, you're gonna have to do that again. <laughs> and so he, he would just do break it. his star. And then eventually, Keith Moon, being Keith Moon, got thought, oh, this is great. So he would then kick his drums over at the same time, and they'd do scores a ride every time. Mm. And apparently, the story goes that they had run up a like, Twenty-five thousand pound bill from music stores. Yeah, they would just go and get a guitar, never bring it back. <laughs> and and because they hadn't had a real big hit. Yeah. So I'm assuming eventually they did pay it back. Yeah. Don't okay, need, classic need. album, and it's another one of those gatefolds. Like this has got to be one of the classic albums of all time. Dark it? Side of the Moon. See that? But it's not. This not only folds out like this. But, right, but it also goes around and it keeps going on the inside. <laughs> How awesome is that? And such a simple design. I mean, uh, it's, it's, yeah, classically simple. Nothing to do with the dark side of the moon, I wouldn't no. think. It's just refraction no. of light. I, I'm pretty confident there's no rainbows on the dark side of the moon. Dark side of the room? Yeah, there, there either. <laughs> okay, we got, yeah. I think we've got a couple to go. How are we going for time? Uh, we've got, uh, we've got a, yeah, yeah, good time. Okay. Yeah, so what? Uh, now this one, I didn't pick this one. My lovely wife picked this one. And so. Do you know? Yes. Yeah. Awesome. I think, why, why can, you can just talk from the other side of the thing. And that is a no. <laughs> so I bet, I bet my wife likes this album because she said it reminds her of an Andy Warhol painting, like I guess the Marilyn Monroe one. 
and she also really loves the album. I guess it's done with just the blue light. I guess this part here is the more the anywhere he's kind of painted the end of the cigarette. I don't know who's done it. I don't know who the art person is. Blue shade, yeah. Yeah, and that's it. Yeah. Reminds really me a little nice. bit of some of the Smiths albums that they put out. Yeah. You know, Big, Big Mouth Strikes Again. Yeah. That, yeah. Just that very glamorous sort of a style around them. So, mm -hmm. broken English. Marion Faithful was pretty cool. Very, very yeah. cool. Yeah. So. Okay. The last one I think we've got here. Uh, I mean, it's a classic. Yeah. Uh, Who is it? Biggest band. No, no, some little band from Liverpool. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, no one had done an album like this before. And I think no one had paid, no one had made, made, you know, paid that much to, to get the album made. They'd had to cut out all these. The poor old management had to phone all these people up that they were going to make sure it was okay for them to be on there and some of the to people the images. yeah some of the people like I, I can't remember exactly who it was but some of the people said oh yeah you can put my image on there but yeah um you have to pay me like ten thousand dollars and they just went well don't worry about that yeah. <laughs> and just chose we'll somebody else. else yeah so there's like may west uh i think there's rock hudson L loads of loads of people i think ravi shanker was on there um and I'm pretty sure I could be wrong. Rossi will probably tell me if I am. I think this is one of the first albums ever to have all the words on it. From the 60s, the albums usually just had, you know, a little blurb about what the band was like. Yeah. So there you go. There's Mae West on there. We've got the Beatles here. We've got uh, Michael Cooper. Oh, so that's like Alistair Crowley. He was like the... The psychedelic sort of guy. Yeah. I, I sort of regret asking for payment for being featured on the album too. So you, you when you yeah. were, when you were like two, two. <laughs> yeah. The other cool thing about this album Parent, that they did, a big greedy, that maybe. people started to do was is they put this little fun thing in here, where you got to get a little moustache that you could cut out and stick up in on your nose. Then see the little hooks. <laughs> And they had these little Sergeant Pepper's badges that you could put on, a little pop-up thing of the boys. You could cut out the stripes and put them on your mm. thing like that. So that, that had never been done before. I'm so happy that that is still in that comic. Worth, worth a monster, yeah. I believe. A little bit. Well, Excellent. So I hope you like that. Yeah. yeah. Any country albums you think should be on there? Nah. No. No country albums for this life. It's normally just like a picture of a guy in a hat, isn't it? Is. It is. Yeah. On road, the back of a truck. A dog. Yeah. With or a dog. A pickup yeah. truck. Or, or be the grassy's mouth of a big farm for <laughs> yeah. That's what I'd do. Mind you, uh, we did Oh, he's got a guitar. Yeah. yeah, we listened to a bit of uh, country last night, didn't we? It just, I love it. Yeah. And it was Braggy's playlist. So. Yes, it's awesome. Yeah. yeah. But, um, and the other big news is that uh, Stewie's actually mastered a couple of chords. Stewie has... Well, the drum, he's, after the drummer jokes last night, yeah. so he's given up the drums, he's taken up guitar. Yep, yeah, absolutely. So already got smoke on the water down and yeah. later tonight's going to be pretty vacant. Yeah. So, yeah, so thanks so much for joining in to, um, on this episode. We'll be back next week with the regular co-host, Rossi and Braggy and Curly. As always, we are on Facebook. TikTok, haven't posted on TikTok for a while. And have you got a saying at the end? Yeah, I do. Yeah, okay. 
I just I haven't like got one right at oh. this moment. <laughs> and Post edit. Post edit. <laughs> yeah. So um, wherever you're listening to this, like, subscribe, leave a review. Yvette Braithwaite Bragg did as well today. So we've now got one more new review. Awesome. Yeah, it's a one star. She doesn't like us. But anyway. <laughs> big, thanks to, big, big thanks to Mrs. Curley for doing the camera and thanks to the to Mrs. Big Stew for the hand. <laughs> all right, see you all again next week. <laughs>
Hey, y'all. I'm Allison Asarch from Nashville, Tennessee. Hey, I'm Sean Fraser from the Ritzy Kids Hunters. This is Johnny from Rail Motor. Hey, it's Shane from Blind Season. Hey, it's Rob Stanier, and you can check out my music on all the streaming platforms. Check out my latest music on all the streaming sites. Check out my debut album on all streaming platforms. Check out our new debut album. Check us out on Spotify and Apple Music. And you're listening to our friends, Braggy and Curly. My favorite bands from Australia. My two favorite podcasters, Braggy and Curly. Braggy and Curly. On the Unfiltered. Unfiltered. And undiscovered, undiscovered podcast. podcast.